Hello and welcome to the Tiff's Truth Podcast. This is a podcast all about entrepreneurship, growth, and spirituality. Today's guest is giving back by actually reaching back and uplifting her community. Nine years ago, she created a unique way to support and showcase Black-owned restaurants, cafes, and wine shops. And since then, her brand has made Black History Month even sweeter. Welcome Lauren Smith, the founder of Chicago Black Restaurant Week to the podcast. Hey, hey, thanks for having me, Tiffany. I appreciate this. Absolutely, absolutely. So Chicago Black Restaurant Week kicked off this week, the 11th, correct? Yes, It's is going correct. from the 11th to the 25th, and I see you got some great spots participating this year. I oh, want yes. you to tell me all about this brainchild of yours and why you felt that there was a need for a Chicago Black Restaurant Week. Well, you know... You know, because mm-hmm. how black people in general, I said this uh, in a in a little silly video I did earlier, black people in general have always had to fight for a place. We've always had to seemingly beg to be seen. And so it's just kind of like, I don't have to ask permission. This is, this is just what I was thinking when I was coming up with all of this. I don't have to ask for permission to do anything good for my community, for my people. So I'm going to go ahead and start a Chicago Black Restaurant Week. I asked a couple of friends on Facebook. You know, I will take a low-key poll with our friends. And we'll just say, what do you think if we did X, Y, Z? Or what do you think if you saw X, Y, Z? And so I threw that up there years ago. And within minutes, I had like over 100 responses. Like, yeah, we need something like that. And we would love to see that. And I didn't know a lot of black businesses were black owned. And a lot of it actually sparked because it was, a I can't remember the name of the restaurant right now, but I had no idea that the business was a black owned business. Mm -hmm. And so I said, let me start looking. And, you know, I love food. Let me start looking at more businesses and see what I can find. And I found tons of Black-owned food, beverage, and dessert businesses. And it shocked me because I never would have known. Right. Yeah, they do. It does shock you. uh, Like, oh, I didn't know this place. Mm -hmm. I go to this place all the time. I didn't know that this was a Black-owned business. So I want you to talk to me about those early days and the Mm -hmm. amount of hustle and legwork because you're a one-woman show. Mm-hmm. Um, that and I know what that feels like Girl. <laughs> that it took I want you to tell me about the amount of hustle it took to actually grow this brand to what it is today so let me see I was sitting you know okay you know love corkscrew Krishan yes Lampley. of course of course so I'm sitting at one of her cigar events because she also has a cigar line mm-hmm. September 2015 I'm just sitting there with a journal because I never leave home without a journal so I'm just sitting there I'm like oh Threw the little Facebook post up, did all that, got the responses. So I secured the domain then, got all the social media pages at that, right at that event while I'm having my nice little cigar, minding my business. Hmm. So by February, so that was September 2015, by February 2016 was the very first Chicago Black Restaurant Week. Now between September and February, I was like, you know what? A couple of my friends got restaurants. I'm finna call them. So, you know, um, Jer- um, Jerome Kemp over here, Flavor okay. Restaurant. And he was one of the first ones. Lighthouse Whole Food Grill was one of the first ones. I had a pastry chef on there. One of my other girlfriends. So, and, and then Chuck's, uh, he's got the, the turkey whip, ribbed girl. All of my friends were really part of the reason that I wanted to start this business because I am super supportive of anybody. I love sharing stuff and I love making sure people are aware Mm -hmm. of what's out here. 
And so I'm like, my friends got businesses. We're going to start there. And then <laughs> Wendy City Live called me, and we had all of them on the show. And it just took off from there. But it was really, it started with my friends. My friends were like, we down for whatever you're talking about. And then after that, it started picking up momentum because more media started getting eyes on it. And they were like, huh, I didn't know anything like this existed. So as the years went by, more partners were coming in, more mm -hmm. businesses were popping up. Some businesses were opening up two and three locations. And so people started to know, okay, this is a staple now. So they're starting to recognize that this is something, it's just not going anywhere. But in the right. beginning, it to be honest with you, Tiffany, it really did not take much in the very beginning at all. Because I promise you, I probably only had about uh, 15, 17 restaurants at that point. Mm -hmm. But it's just the point that I was finding Black-owned businesses in the food and beverage industry, which is a tough, tough, tough industry to, to maintain any type of longevity in. So it didn't take much at all. But now it's big, it's big dog work. And right. I'm not afraid of the big dog work. I love all the administrative side of it. I love doing all the digital marketing. I love doing all the graphics. I love talking to the people, the emails, getting the segment sheets done. I love all of this. It's crazy, but well I love it. What um what kind of roadblocks uh would you say there were? Did you have to do all of well, I know you had to do all the legwork yourself, but did you ever run into, say, you know, some restaurants that didn't necessarily believe in what you were doing? Or was everybody, I would imagine that people who would would be receptive, or did you have to sort of convince them, like, hey, you know, we let's do this special menu. We already got the big, the big thing. Were there any roadblocks where it came? when it came down to you actually trying to convince restaurants and sponsors, so on and so forth, that to believe in you the way people believe in the regular restaurant week? I think initially, you know, and, and you know how we are in our community, because again, you just know mm -hmm. it's the, part of it is, well, let me see who else doing it first right you know, it was it was that type of that type of thing so it was never a situation of me having to convince anybody because my my ultimate thing is this i'm going to present it you know show you what it is and, and show you what it's done and you definitely have the option to participate but you can't come after you see the buzz is going all the way up to the roof about it and think you're going to jay down and just you know hop on the bandwagon after you see In what the it's 11th doing hour. there right. you go there you go. So it, was, it wasn't much convincing. It was more or less uh, in the beginning or maybe by year two, year three. It was, well, let me see mm -hmm. who, you know, it was just one of those things. So I yeah, like, I, okay. interviewed, uh, I interviewed I interviewed Brianna Gatlin, who mm -hmm. is a publicist here in the city of hit like uh, hip hop. Well, she doesn't only do hip hop now, but that was how she started out. Publicist mm -hmm. for a lot of hip hop artists here in the city of Chicago, and she mentioned on the podcast, um, and I, I, it didn't surprise me. I totally mm -hmm. agree with her that you know Chicago is full of followers. They don't want to jump on yep. or support what you're doing until yep. they see yep. you uh, that you big or that somebody else that they may know yep. is actually plugging you and it's it's actually sad if we're right if we're honest about it to just you know if somebody presents a dream and you like oh that you don't even necessarily have to give them money but uh, to share something mm -hmm. or to like something or post it in your story like even that 
um, mm-hmm. can at times be like pulling teeth. Like people mm-hmm. don't want to support it until they see somebody else. Then they're like, oh, I've known her for 20 years, blah, blah, yes. blah. Oh, girl. Why is it? And, and I never understood why that is. Like, what is it going to hurt you to not only participate in something that's all about black, right. but what is it going to hurt you to share something to inform others of what our community is doing? Because I promise you, media going to share everything else we doing. So mm-hmm. why won't we share the good something stuff positive that we're doing? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's um and you and you always get that energy back. You know, I've talked mm-hmm. about it before. You may not reap, and you you know this, you may not reap, you know, what you sow or where you sow, but you yeah. definitely reap what you sow. Oh yeah. Um, you oh, yeah. always get the energy back. It just may not come from the person that you sold it into. There you you go. know, I remember when I was collecting donations for my children's book and so many people that I had, you know, helped in the smallest way, even if it was something as small as just inviting them out for dinner from time mm-hmm. to time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to dinner from time to time, you know, they, they support it. So like I said, it's, it's, kind of messed up that we're like this um mm-hmm. in our city i can only speak about chicago because i'm born and raised here that you right. actually have to sort of have that um co-sign instead yeah. of somebody just believing in you from the jump mm-hmm. but you I, always yeah. remember you always remember those day ones though oh you do and you never forget the day ones and the day ones still remain the day ones because then now they here with you on day nine day 10 yep. day 20 day 50 and they never left whether they show up or whether they give money or whether they you know, tell somebody else about it because I just want people to know what we do. That's mm-hmm. really it. Right. That's, that's really it. I just want people to know. So what is it about food that, in your opinion, that brings black folks together and makes us feel so good? Maybe first of all, <laughs> go and listen. First of all, I want the, the, the ultimate thing that has always got me so crazy about food is that once I started finding out more of these businesses, I'm like, oh, baby, black people don't just do soul food. Right. We do everything. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, we do it really good. Absolutely. So, you know, the the, the food thing, listen, if we, I'm a, t- who was I talking to? I told this lady, I said, listen, you can quote me. We hold the patent on soul food. Now, I'm going to say that. You can quote me on that. Right. I said, but we also do everything else and we do it really well. well. Mm-hmm. Girl, that's that, so that's really what it is because we do it well and then we'll always put our little spin on it we always got to put a little yes. spin on it and it's going to take it across to Egypt and come on right back and to another like, level Girl, yep. yeah so that's really it we got some good stuff out here yeah well, to hear you talk I'm reminded of uh, the Italian spot Provare Ah uh, uh, yeah, and just uh, how yeah. these how these brothers been. I think it's uh, yeah, I think it's uh, men that own it. Um, they've been mm-hmm. thro- you know throwing down for years, and I finally got an opportunity to go um, late last year. I think it was, and when mm-hmm. I tell you, it was mm. amazing. Like I thought about that meal for months. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, after I'm still thinking, I still think about their seafood pasta and those salmon Ooh. egg rolls. Like you said, just just the twist, those yeah. salmon egg rolls. Like that's something you're not gonna get no. at, a, at an Italian, regular Italian, traditional Italian restaurant. But they still Mm-mm. serve the Italian dishes. They do them well, but they again, like you said, they kick it up a notch and do a little twist, mm-hmm. um, which is what we're great at. So, what do you what do you think? makes a great meal number one mm-hmm. and what for you makes a great restaurant experience so i'll start with the meal as far as a great meal i want bread i want meat 
I want something green and I got to have some type of pasta, rice, something. And, I, and I'm not a sauce person. Mm. I'm more of a seasoning person. Okay. So if your meat, like a uh, barbecue, I don't do barbecue and have sauce on my, on my meat. I like it to be just, you know, come as the, let the tips come like they come mm-hmm. and let me see how you season the meat. I'm mm. more of a seasoning person. So if I can taste the seasoning and tell that you either marinated this thing or you had it on in a slow cooker, you, I can tell you cooked the pot roast for four hours. Like how I cook mine. Mm-hmm. That makes a great meal with the seasoning, the bread, you got all of the, you know, necessary things that we need. And then as far as the restaurant itself, I'm a big ambiance person. That's me. That is so Ooh, me. Yes. Girl, I want to see some sights. It, it, it doesn't even have to be anything crazy, even if it's something historic, mm-hmm. even if it's something just dainty, even mm-hmm. if it's, you know, you got something on the walls that you've never seen before or uh, somebody put something in a restaurant that doesn't even necessarily belong in a restaurant. Like, I'm a fan of, oh my God, look how pretty that is. Look at those chairs. Look at that, that paint. Look at that accent. I'm a, I'm an ambiance person, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all I am, I'm all about ambiance. But with that being said, I will mm-hmm. take a hole in the wall where you get to watch your car while the food Listen, is cooking please, with some please. great food. With yes. some great food over ambiance with a horrible dinner experience any Yes, day. because that, and it, I, oh, I'm glad you said that. Somebody actually complained um, about Chicago Black Restaurant Week, and it was one of us, complained and said, I hope they got more spots this year that aren't hole in the walls. Why we got to have all these hole in the walls? And I started, you know, well, you you know me. <laughs> I started to be on some girl, just go and support these businesses because I'm just trying to do something to help maintain, you know, businesses and make sure we keep our doors open. Right. That'd be the best food. Yes. That'd be the best food. Them look, girl, let's slide over here. Sometimes the places that you can't sit down in. Right, exactly. The best, baby, I go, don't, please don't get me started because I'd be somewhere and wouldn't even care about going because mm-hmm. the food is so good. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, that is that is totally me. Sometimes, you know, and I had posted this on Facebook that the reason why you don't see me do a lot of reels uh, or restaurant reviews mm-hmm. on my page is because a lot of the spots are only Instagram worthy, but the food is trash. Yeah, yeah. And this is why, like on my yeah. page, you're going to know, I want you to know that the food, not only is this place pretty, but yeah. the food is good. And I would yes. not post a place where it looks beautiful on the inside, but the food was mid. Not I'm not doing, doing it. it. Not doing it. And I'm Where, not going to say everything is good and it's not good. Right. Please don't get me started. About I just that. won't I, mean, I just mm-mm. won't say anything. No. I typically don't like don't even post about it. But a lot yep. of these places is like, you know, they're posting for content to get their mm-hmm. numbers up. And then I know the more numbers you have, then you can get into sponsorships and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I think you're doing your following a disservice to actually just post stuff. Yep. When it's not quality. Yep. You know, yep. it's not You're quality. Right about it. You're right so, about that. So speaking of quality, um, there, like you said, you've been around for nine years now. And I've noticed over the years that there have been people who have been attempting to pass something that you've worked so hard to build yeah. as their own. They put their put like a call it a, something a little different or they I know even what was it last year where you actually had to post like this is not oh, me. Yeah. Um, we will, you know, resume in February, blah, blah, blah. How do you feel about 
you know, because obviously there's enough room out here for all of us to shine and make mm-hmm. money and do the restaurant reviews and do, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's a restaurant, you know, a critic or a food mm-hmm. critic these mm-hmm. days. But just as it pertains to Chicago Black Restaurant Week, the brand, mm-hmm. how do you feel about people sort of coming in and now trying to, you know, it's it to be honest with you, that particular organization does all of the other uh states you mm-hmm. know uh you know uh, uh what, what i'm trying to say texas georgia you know does okay. all of the other states and i have always done simply just chicago and chicagoland area so mm-hmm. it was just you know and then one year i actually worked with them on a on the midwest the one that we were the one that you just mentioned a, a minute ago about how i had to let people know mm-hmm. you know this ain't me so it's called a midwest black restaurant week but it includes illinois michigan indiana and some other midwestern states or whatever okay but see my, my ultimate problem comes in when I when media is reporting or has reported and I actually had to go to media and be like, we not a part of this, you know, mm-hmm. so just make sure you make the, the distinction. Like my problem is the entity that put together Midwest Black Restaurant, where you're not making sure that people know to come to your spot. People are coming to the Chicago Black Restaurant Week website and damn near cussing me out. Mm-hmm. Because they don't see the information that I guess they're seeing online. Because I'm not paying attention to what anybody else is doing. My focus is Chicago right. like Restaurant Week. So it's kind of like, y'all, if y'all going to do all of this. And I, and I worked with them one year. And it was cool. We'll talk offline about some other stuff. But um, I worked with them. It was cool one year. And I was like, yeah. Thought to myself after a while, I'm not doing this anymore. Because I don't want to focus on somebody else's something. Y'all, yes. y'all got that. I want to focus on what I'm going to focus on. And that's my chicago black restaurant week i started it and a lot of people was like well don't you feel like you know they're asking me don't you feel like they're trying to move in on your market no i don't i really don't feel like they're trying to move in on the market i just feel like people handle what they can handle but i'm not going to be bothered with that that ain't Mm -hmm. that was not my calling so i just ultimately was like listen y'all stop coming up to me telling me oh when did you move black restaurant week to the summer I was like I never moved it what are you talking about and it mm-hmm. happened when I was at an SIU event when somebody walked up to me and asked me what are you talking about mm-hmm. so they pulled out their phone I'm like that ain't me that ain't got nothing to do with me so then that's when the messages started coming in to my email to the inbox on my Instagram they were leaving messages on the forums on my website where's the information I don't see anything that you so I'm getting chewed out for something I ain't got no business in something that ain't got nothing to do with me so I actually had to you know write to them why would you all you know what what is going on y'all are not instructing the media to say what it is i had to actually go to a couple of media outlets and get them to retract mm. articles because it was saying black restaurant week in chicago and so people are instantly going to my website right I'm like so i had to put a note on the website i had to put something on social media had to do a couple of videos like y'all this ain't me. Y'all know Chicago Black Restaurant Week is only in February because of Dr. Carter Godwin Woodson. He founded Negro History Week, second week in February, way back in 1926. So all of this is done to honor not only his legacy, but to keep it, you know, right where we need it to be, where Black people are going to always be in February, Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Y'all know Chicago Restaurant Week, I mean, Chicago Black Restaurant Week ain't moving out of February. So y'all know I have no affiliation with anything that's going on with a restaurant week in Chicago. And on top of that, 
I've studied this market, Tiffany, long enough to know what's happening around the city so that I'm not stepping on other people's toes. Yeah. When yeah. I put on events, some people just come in and start doing stuff and don't care what, Do the, whatever. what the city got. Exactly. So what's not going to happen is somebody going to associate me with some foolishness and tie my name into stepping on toes. And then I'm going to have to start cussing people out because, you know, <laughs> I don't. Girl. Right. Oh, that was a bit. That was a big stupid mess but i got it handled now they got it now you're right no yeah because i was like well i I knew it wasn't you but i was Mm -hmm. like "Hmm, that's this is interesting girl so so you talk about you said you know that particular sort of uh collaboration wasn't your calling Mm -hmm. i want to know what you would say is your calling um meaning uh this brand like I said, has been mm-hmm. around since 2016. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel like there's a lot more to do with this brand. Where mm-hmm. do you want to take it? I really want to get, and you work in, and you work with kids. I mm-hmm. really want to get it to the point where I can do something that would involve our youth. I started the youth ambassadorship program or whatever. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to get kids involved because what I'm finding is that, for example, let's just say I have students because I used to work in an alternative high school. Got kids there that want to go into cooking and they're actually really good. So if they have a large brand backing them or supporting them in some type of way and it's black and they're black, they'll feel like their community is behind them. So I want people to to know that I'm serious about youth. I'm serious about keeping our kids, you know, engaged so they can stay out the streets. So, you know, I I want more children or more youth to be involved with um, Chicago Black Restaurant Week in some kind of way. I'm trying to figure out how I want to do it. But I, but again, I ain't trying to add another state. I ain't trying to add another girl. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to focus on... I'm definitely going to build it out. Yeah, but it's Chicago. You know, and Chicago stands by itself. It does. We don't need to be grouped in with nobody else, baby. We don't have to do that. Yeah, mm. it does. So, you know, today you posted a video just about because you're always going to get, you know, ignorant comments. But I even remember through the years you posting actual emails mm-hmm. of people calling you racist because, mm-hmm. again, Black people can't have anything. You know, they can't, you know, without other folks who mind and mind and black people business right hello hello um so i want you to talk about some of the flack that you've not only gotten from other communities you know saying that this week is not necessary but also from from our community because like we said earlier we aren't necessarily supportive of each other in the ways that we should be so i'll go okay I have gotten people, I'm going to just, I'll throw out this ethnicity because this is an ethnicity that emailed me. Well, where is the Polish restaurant week? Where is the, somebody said an Asian, somebody, you know, they just started naming all. I was like, well, those are not the communities that I have a responsibility to. This is how I'm responding. Mm -hmm. Those are not the communities that I have a responsibility to. My responsibility is to the African-American or black community. I am pro-black and not anti anybody else. If you want those weeks, you start those weeks. Have a nice day. You know, and I ended, so they expecting some probably quote unquote stereotypical ghetto girl response, call, you know, calling out their name, doing all that type of stuff. And when they get an actual professional response, because I have sense. You know, right. I, I came from people that's got sense. I went to school. I got sense. I, I read, you know, I do all the things. So it's just kind of like they are not, they hate when I come back 
with more than what they were expecting. So then that's when they try to say things like, oh, I'm sick of you black monkeys, you know, doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I don't really, and I always, you know, I'm real sarcastic and stupid. I'd be like, well, I don't really know, you know, if monkeys can respond to emails quite yet. They're working on things <laughs> of that nature. But, you know, and once they do, I'll let you know how that comes about. But I don't, I don't, you know, and then they you call you the N-word. They love to throw that one out there. That doesn't rile me up because I know the definition of what an N-word is. And that's mm-hmm. an ignorant person, which is the person on the other end of this email. Right. So it's just kind of like, what are you even talking about right now? I don't even, I, I can't address something that I have no knowledge of because I don't fit into that category. But I make people feel, when they do that to me, I have a way, such a way with my words that I can make you feel smaller than a mustard seed. You don't want to play with me on that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people have, uh, if I catch you outside, it's probably people, if I catch you outside, I'll kill you, you know, all this type of stuff. I was like, good luck finding me because my <laughs> friends can't even find me. You know, it's like, you know, I come outside every now and then, you know, people don't really see me. So good luck with that. You know, I never share my location. And by the time I didn't post something, I'm I already, already left gone. three weeks ago. You know, it's like, <laughs> good luck finding me. Chicago is huge. Girl, I'm quite girl. And then they'll be like, oh, this is just so divisive. You all are always wanting to talk about equality and da 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 This is a space for Black people that you can actually participate in. So this time I'm responding. You can participate in this. Just go to the restaurants. But we're only registering Black-owned businesses, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. We can do all of that, and we deserve to have those spaces that you guys have tried to keep us from and I don't have to ask for your permission to do it ain't that grand you know they love girl they hate when I do stuff like that because mm-hmm. I just eat them up but as far as us well next year you need to be more like Chicago restaurant week telling me you know all of the different things that I need to do in order to match or mirror what that entity is doing and think about it is I love Chicago restaurant week I fool with them heavy because a lot of the Michelin stars I love they have on the list. So, yeah, I'm going to go in there and um, partake in some of these discounts that I otherwise wouldn't be able to, you know, because it just may not fit into my budget at the time. Mm-hmm. But if it's right here in my face, I've always supported Chicago restaurant. Well, you need to do X, Y, Z. And, and, and why didn't you have I mean, she left all kind of people off the list because people I guess, Tiffany, people think I must just kind of toss a list of names up in the air and then whatever purposely, land. purposely yes. omit uh, oh, some restaurants yeah. yes and I don't omit anybody I only omit people that try to get in if they're in Indiana but it's obviously why I'm omitting them because mm-hmm. they're in Indiana mm-hmm. but I don't you know uh, discriminate about any black businesses that want to do this I always accept African African businesses black um, Caribbean all of it because we're black I mean, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we're here. So, and I want people to be able to go around the city and do all of the things. But from us, it's more like, uh, I can't believe that you don't have X, Y, Z on the list. So I actually had to get down with this young lady. I don't even know who she is a couple of years ago. I was like, well, why don't you tell them to register? Cause you do understand that this is a business, right? Mm-hmm. Shut her right on up. Shut her up. Shut yeah. Her you right know, it's up. always, always the people who aren't doing anything that have the go. most to say about what it is you should be doing. Cause they got time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have couch. time. Right. Right. Because people who actually have businesses and other stuff, a bunch of stuff going on, don't have time to like comb through other people's. I mean, I'm, I mean, a literal fine tooth comb like, oh, yeah, you don't have X, Y, Z. And I know they're black on you must not know what you're doing. I'm like, well, did God give you the vision that shuts <laughs> them up too? 
I don't care. I don't right. even care. You know, I don't care. I just be like, God didn't give this to you. He gave it to me. And this is a business. So if you have a business in mind that would like to register, they absolutely can do that because yeah. we don't turn anybody away. That shuts people down. When, and then it shuts people down when you make them have to read something. Girl, I get cussed out so much when people tell me, oh, I went somewhere, somewhere, somewhere and didn't see nothing. Baby, did you go to the website or did you did you click this here? Did you? It's it's right in your face. All you got to do is do look hate, for it. People Ooh. do hate having to read. People do hey. hate having to read. But speaking of God giving you the vision, you, like myself, are mm-hmm. a preacher's kid. Mm-hmm. You, you grew up in the church. You have a strong faith in God. Mm-hmm. Um, and you make no, you know, qualms at all about expressing how strong your faith in God is and Mm -hmm. because this is also a podcast about spirituality I have to ask you how has your faith played a part in you uh getting this business to where it is today it's more like okay God you put this light bulb on the inside of my head you definitely gave it to me to do something with you know, I don't even, well, yeah, well, you know this about me. I don't really like to be around nobody. I just, I'm a, I'm a homebody. I like mm-hmm. to say to myself, but the other thing is God was saying, now I have no choice, but to put you out in front. I've given yep. you this thing. You cannot hide. Be, there you go. Can't hide. That's my father used to say, you real shy. People don't notice about you, but you're painfully shy. You know, and which is very true. He was like, so when I, and then my father would be like, so when I saw you on TV talking about this thing and you really expressive and telling the people about what it is and just your knowledge of it, I was very proud to see you stepping out of your shell. So God was like, if I'm giving you this, then you're going to have to, you're going to have to get out and out here and do it now. You're going to have to. And he also, which is why he put me in front of kids as well. Mm-hmm. Like you need to talk to these kids, even though you didn't come up like none of these kids, even though you have no experiences, like some of these children. Cause they some rough ones. Ooh, girl, you, yeah, we could talk for three years about the stuff that we didn't seen in a matter of a week. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you just have to, you have to let people know that they're worthy of good things these black businesses yep. are worthy of people coming in there and spending all kind of money and giving them a really good first quarter so that they can further employ their employees or pay for their students college tuition or whatever they got going on you need to tell people that they're worth the the spotlight they're worth the work they're worth all of the blood sweat and i like to say well i really like to say love sweat and cheers i don't like blood sweat and tears no more i like love sweat and cheers mm. that goes into all of what it is that they're trying to do so my faith i just was like look girl we the way we are let's just say for example registration is over on january 1st let's just say that for an example mm-hmm. let's say i only have had i'm gonna say 10 restaurants registered by december the 12th Girl, by the time January 1st hit, I got 50. Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing it out as a hypothetical example. And, you know, I'm just saying, I never once said it's not going to work. I always said because God said so, it's going to do what it's supposed to do. Yeah. and, And as long as I do the work, it's going to do what it's supposed to do. Just do your work and people will catch you doing your work. That's why uber eats has partnered with me before that's why i can get liquor sponsors and different things for different events because they really just see me doing my work i don't be trying to bother nobody i just want to do the work for the for these businesses but i gotta step out in front so it has gotten me speaking more and xyz sis boom all that type of stuff but i like to be in the shadows i like to be behind the scenes out the way 
You know, yeah. that's just especially being a PK, so you understand that part because mm-hmm. microscope. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, people, my, everybody's looking. Ooh, everybody's Jesus. got eyes on you, so it's difficult to yep. have eyes on you. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So, what would you say to uh, somebody who has a dream and they know that God has, like you said, put this light bulb in their head, mm-hmm. but they're afraid to step out on faith? What advice would you give them? I would tell them. First of all, always be in constant prayer about any move that you're about to make. Doesn't matter how big, doesn't matter how small. Just pray about it and make sure you are listening for the answer and not making up the answer yourself. Number two, write it down. I got 800,000 journals in and around my house. Just all kind of ideas, everything, anything. I just write it down. And always, if God has given you something always just depend on the fact that he gave it to you so don't let anybody else that ain't doing nothing try to tell you what you're supposed to be doing with the gift that god gave you Mm -hmm. you just got to be intentional about what it is like for example you know that i also sing on occasion Right. People like you girl if i had your voice i then i I stop right there you don't have it though (laughs) you don't have it and God gave it to me and I can use it however I want to use it. But just know that he's going to get the glory from it. Because I wouldn't be walking around. I don't walk around singing all the time. I'd be singing all the time, girl. My boyfriend would get up. He'd get on my nerves telling me to shut up. He didn't give it to you, baby. That's that, You should put out. You need to put out a CD. No, I'm not putting no CD out. I don't want to do that. <laughs> shut up talking to me. This once is not a, what I'm doing. Once here. again, the people who are doing nothing. Nothing. Coming with the advice. All girl, the advice. if they put so much emphasis on the nothingness that they're doing, then maybe mm-hmm. they can figure out something that they can do. Leave me alone. But yeah, right. just, just pray about it. What would you say is your proudest moment in this journey that you've been on for nine years? Oh, God. The fact that it's been nine years. Like, Mm. I didn't let the pandemic stop me. Everybody kept telling me. Again, again, the couch sitters, the naysayers. Oh, Mm -hmm. I know you ain't doing it now because we in a whole pandemic. Can't nobody go nowhere. So it can't be no Chicago Black Restaurant Week. I was like, the lies you tell. I said, just like we've had to pivot and now get groceries delivered, y'all pivoting and getting your food delivered too. So what's making you think that people can't get their food delivered or go pick it up from oh, the business? Oh, so that's how you did it. That's oh, yes, how ma'am. you did it. Yes, ma'am. Okay. I kept it. I wasn't going to, listen, uninterrupted. We know what this means, uninterrupted service. Yes. Uninterrupted service to the thing that God gave me to do. So everybody pivoted during the pandemic and the ordering services made it very easy for us to handle the pivot that we had to do. That's one of the reasons they Uber East was like, dang, you still, you still doing this. We want to support what you're doing. We love what it is that you're doing. So I even waived the uh, registration fee that year. And Mm -hmm. I let everybody sign up that wanted to sign up because again, I don't want businesses to have to close their doors, man. I, mm-hmm. I like people to just always flourish and progress and grow. And I be, you know, I got to close down. I had to, you know, let go of my employees. I hate having to do that because these people depend on this stuff. So right. once folks saw that I wasn't stopping, they were like, well, dang, you ain't going to be able to, you ain't going to be able to, you ain't going to be able to shut me down when I know I'm doing the work that God told me to do. You can't, you, you won't be able to stop me. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Yeah. Mm-mm. 
That's amazing. Uh, Lauren, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. I want you to tell everybody where they can find you, your website and social media. So the website is C-H-I, so shyblackrestaurantweek.com. You can see all the participating businesses. There is a map there and the specials are also on the site as well. The Instagram is um, shyblackrestaurantweek as well facebook same thing twitter i want to say it's chicago brw because i couldn't do shy black restaurant week was too long um other than that true that's that's pretty much it and i'm always posting i'm posting all day all night so it's always gonna be something popping up there Right. And make sure you come and check out one of these 50 plus uh, businesses that she has on the list. You have up until February 25th. So mm-hmm. we are it's it's on and popping. I've got to figure out which one I've never been to. Mm-hmm. I might go back to Provare. <laughs> Girl, that is so I got to try them. I want I, next year. Hopefully they, that'll be year 10. I'm going to try to do something really, really big for year 10. I got some ideas floating, but I want to definitely get them to be a part of it um come next year or when you know registration starts up again but we got some gems on that i want to check out tnt rooftop out west oh yeah i've heard i've heard about that Mm -hmm. when i was just talking to a friend about that one and the food looks amazing i think they got some good the the drinks look really good too drinks the drinks the food the again we just talked about ambiance yeah we you know Mm -hmm. we like that big ambiance but everybody has been telling me how good the food is so yeah i want to get out there it's just a lot of different places that I want to hit and you know I gotta I gotta come outside you know and just see what's (laughs) to it (laughs) right absolutely well again thank you for making time and much success as we approach year 10 yes thank you for joining me for another episode of the tiff's truth podcast there'll be many more of these discussions to come But in the meantime, make sure you're following me on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. You can also catch me on Instagram at Tiff's Truth. My name is Tiffany, and this is my truth.